What are you doing? Texting my mama. Why? Because she's asking about sweet baby girl. Oh, yeah, she's doing better. So, I, and I had, dude, I had in my head a plan. Let's of, go. Let's do your plan. Hi, welcome. Uh, yes. No, I was going to actually, because um, Aztec Chevrolet is on my mind, yes. I was going to actually give Aztec Chevrolet some love right off the top. There we go. Um, Let's see that. So, you know, we, we I had a, a crazy weekend. Yeah. Cr crazy weekend. And, and you know, I want to thank Aztec Chevrolet first and foremost, but then we'll talk about them a little later. Okay. Because they kind of saved my ass. All right. Did they? They, they did. They kind of saved my ass. And then also... I want to let everybody know that if you guys, if you hear a little giggle in the background, uh -huh. um, I have my cousins here. A giggle? They don't, yeah. they, if you saw what they look like, they don't look like the kind of men well, who well, giggle. Well, no, I just, I just, <laughs> I don't want them to like slip a laugh or something and then, oh, you didn't and then tell people them. go, well, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, so so they are brothers, and you know I was come around this way. Yeah, yeah, come around this way. He, here is the crazy thing: is this is um, JD? Uh, he's been JD to me. He's been uh, Danny to me. Here, he's uh, Joaquin. He's and then that's uh, cousin Josh. They are brothers, and coincidentally, we are very close in age. However, their dad is my first cousin. Cause, cause your mama has, you have to, you have to explain cause your mama has so many siblings. There's like a huge yeah. age gap. Yes. There's yeah. 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 So to, just to put things in a perspective, their grandfather, who was my first uncle was the same age as my dad's mom. Yeah. So that kind of puts it into perspective because right. my mom had nine brothers and your sisters. Your mama is on the baby end of the family. Yeah, mom's on the baby yeah. end of the nine, and there's, uh, their grandpa was the uh, first of the nine. Yes. So if that puts things into perspective. but uh, So these guys are going to be hanging out, so if you hear them laugh or giggle or I ask them a question, you know. You, you, it's okay to heckle Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right if you want to take my side. Um, but uh, so these guys are going to be hiding. Yeah, you guys can go back to... Uh, you guys can go back to sitting down in your corners. But um, I just wanted to introduce them because... Um, Sitting in your corners. <laughs> yeah, well, we literally have them in a corner. Um, but we wanted to do our podcast like normal, and then and then I will talk about the exciting stuff that that those guys are, are doing. But like, no, like normal, what is normal? Yeah, well, we we had um, a great laugh this morning. Um, <laughs> but but let's go back. Let's go back to to the weekend right. that, that we had. And I mean, I was literally running all over the state of Texas. I unfortunately had to miss Helicopters for Heroes, the event, because yeah. I had to work and I was not able to donate my weekend um, like I normally do. Normally, yeah. normally I have a full calendar and blocking off that weekend is not a big deal. And we ended up getting um, uh, a corporate gig and then another charity that reached out to um, me to help out. And I had to do what I had to do. So I still wanted to make sure that I was gonna make it to Helicopters for Heroes for something. Yeah. You know, so I showed up. And, and by the way, it kind of worked out because Helicopters for Heroes is in Ennis, Texas, which is south of Dallas. My corporate gig was in Dallas. So Thursday, I got there, met all the people that were coming in early, woke and helped set up Jim yeah. Salamente and, and and then Friday I woke up and helped set up and get um, Helicopters for Heroes set up. 
and, and, and it also it was it was a different helicopters for heroes because of COVID, because of all the things that were going on. Yeah. Everything was gonna be on the ranch, everything was gonna be smaller. Have um, we talked about helicopters for heroes? I feel like for people oh, yeah, who are I talk joining about in. It all the, okay. Yeah, I talk about it all the time. And and anybody that 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 jumps in on this episode and goes, What are they talking about? Well, that means yeah. you have to go back and watch all the other episodes. <laughs> Because this is a soap opera. Okay? The previous 28, to be exact, right? Yeah, I, I, I feel like... This is episode 28. Like, what is it on This Is Us previously on <laughs> Captain Evil and Steve Trevino, the podcast. <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, I, you know, I, I, by the way, the corporate gig I did on Friday was was for this guy named Hassel. I was going to say, it wasn't corporate. It was a private birthday party, It was, it was party, a birthday right? party. But it was, I mean, it's still, they're hiring me specifically right. it's not like to I'm, be their personal court jester i'm basically their personal <laughs> but but a lot of times that's what happens like when i do these corporate gigs right i am literally the court jester they don't want to talk to me they have don't make a, eye contact don't eat our food it's come a, in and juggle yep, it's a very <laughs> it's a very fancy smancy event usually and uh -huh. i perform and, and then they're like okay be gone <laughs> thank you entertainment <laughs> You know, we love you, Steve, but don't fraternize with us. Frat you know. Is that a word? <laughs> they were impressed. You like, I think you might have even used that word correctly. I, I have pronounced a, it I have correctly. A good vocabulary. You used it correctly. Thank you very good much. job. Um, but you know, this one was different. I mean, I, I got there and the, they were um, uh, uh, Pakistani and business. He was a businessman, uh -huh. and they were our age. And yeah, Reem is her name. She was like immediately gre greeted us. Was so hospitable, like, and I, and I felt completely out of like, you were caught off guard. I'm always underdressed, obviously, because uh -huh. I'm, I'm me. Yeah. But they were in, it was a black tie, white, like white black oh, tie. Oh, nice. Like, you didn't realize it was going to be so fancy. It was like tuxedo. You know what I mean? Like, were they upset that you were dressed like a schmuck? No, but that's what I mean. They were so sweet and they were so kind and they, yeah. they, offered us drinks and food and, and it just turned out to be a fantastic event. And, and usually, and, and some, so some of these corporate events, they go, Steve, the person who has hired you would like you to sit at his table and eat dinner. The party, the official party planner. Yes. They would like you to sit at his table and enjoy and dinner. He would like to break bread with you. <laughs> right. And then I have to sit there like a dick and, and kind of like pretend I give a shit. Right. Uh, but this one was like nice because all yeah. the couples were our age and I had a really great time talking to everybody and getting to know everybody and it turned out to be a great event. But after, well, and what- should have gone with you. It was a bit of, would have been an excuse to buy a fancy dress. But, but that's kind of where I'm getting is the fact that you couldn't go. And yeah. the reason that you couldn't go, and, and not that we're, we're, we're the kind of people that, oh, we have a baby, we can't do anything. No, we have a- colicky baby yeah you know so um i mean it's really turned into we were traveling with garrett when he was three weeks old right and so we want to be able to do those things with delilah but it's way it's literally weighing out like trying to set this poor baby up for success versus trying to do the things that we want to do and then is it worth it if it's literally going to be like a screaming nightmare and then friday you were like i am not going to talk to you today Oh yeah. I said, if I don't answer my phone, do not give me hell. Like I like, just, I cannot talk to you. <laughs> I can't mentally handle you today. And then, and then the, the few moments that I did get to talk to you were, I could tell it was pure chaos. Yeah. I mean, pure chaos. Well, like, I was heartbroken because 
we we had switched back to the fancy formula and Thursday went great. And so I was hopeful, like, okay, we've turned a corner. And then Friday, just like all the wheels fell off the wagon and it was just me. And Garrett usually handles her crying really fairly well. It doesn't like phase him. It doesn't bother him. But Friday, he was like, I hate the passy job because I'm just trying to do school pickup and like pick him up and down. And he has to stick the pacifier back in her mouth because she's screaming. So then you're having a hell of a day on Friday. Yeah. I have to drive from Dallas because I have to be in Corpus Christi because it was it's it's Hobbs hot rod run, poker run. So everybody meets and drives to different locations in their in their vehicles. cool cars. Yeah, yeah. And and when I get asked to do a job, I like to participate. I like to be a big part of the event. I like to. It was a charity for Driscoll Children's Driscoll Hospital? Children's Hospital. So I leave Dallas at ten o'clock at night. I get here at three a.m. The bait. I was gonna say I happen to be awake because that's the time Delilah's she wakes up to it. eat. Delilah's yeah. losing it, so I get very little sleep because I have to then wake up at seven o'clock in the morning to make it to Corpus Christi on time to join them at ten thirty a.m. Yeah. So then uh, I do. Oh, by the way, you know what a what an amazing event. I mean, you know, we ended up raising a hundred thousand dollars for Driscoll's. Children's hospital. It's a pretty great children's hospital too. It's an amazing children's hospital. And what, what I thought what I thought was really great is that, you know, these are car guys, right? These are car guys with lots of money. Uh-huh. So they are very inappropriate. What does being a car guy with lots of money have it's to like, do with inappropriate? It's like motorcycle guys, car guys, they drop the F bomb a lot, right? Okay. They're really good guys, but they're rough around the edges. Okay. Like me. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So like, I was like, I feel like you're just making excuses for why you're inappropriate. No, no, but it was great because, dude, don't, so we, they have like they have like the Driscoll Children's Hospital like staff uh, uh-huh. at a table, yeah, and then all these car guys, you know, and then and then you know the guys that are running the car event uh-huh. are on stage dropping f bombs, and I'm like, oh, perfect, oh, no way, perfect. The guys doing the the event are like, yes, I get to be me. I don't have to clean it up. I don't have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it just turned out. To be a, a, an amazing event. And then I get this this tap on the shoulder. And they're like, excuse me, Steve. Um, Suzette Quintanilla, Selena's sister, uh-huh. would like to meet you. She's here. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I would like to meet her. Right. And it was, I, I, I got to say, it was, it was a really kind of a freaky moment for me. Why? Her face is exactly like Selena's. Really? And her voice uh-huh. was exactly like Selena's. And she enunciated and spoke and laughed like Selena. So, like, I'm talking to her. Uh-huh. And I just feel like this person has been in my life, you know, my whole life. Well, and, like, right? now we've seen reincarnations and of her. And yeah, shows yeah. and, you know, this reincarnation of... Of, of who she is. Right. You know. And or a character, not a reincarnation. A, a, a character, character of, yeah. of her. And, and she was just so kind and so sweet to me. You know, and she was like, hey, I didn't know you were from here and blah, blah, blah. We talked about your uncle. Oh, right? yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, I, I remember opening for them. And, yeah. you know, them having um, um, the motorcycle. He'd drive, you know, he'd ride right. the Harley on stage. So and, for people who yeah. don't know, my, um, my uncle was or is but he's passed on ricky smith 
and he's sort of credited as bringing the electric guitar to Tejano music. Well, creating, taking traditional ranchera Mexican music right. and modernizing it with electric um, instruments. Right, but they you dressed know. like bikers. It was they, like yeah, totally like 80s. Trying to make it like, hip and cool, right? And, yeah. and a new generation. And um, I showed her the picture of you and, and Selena. You did not. And she was like, oh my God. She's like, I don't think I've seen that picture. It's amazing. Aww. You know, and then you and your brother with her. And, and uh-huh. so it was just, it was, it was really cool to meet her. But now I'm exhausted. I'm tired because, and, and that's, that's another thing. It's, it's, it's being aware of your situation at home, right? Every, you know, Vance, what do you mean? Da- Vance, well, I'm going to explain. Vance Dawson was there. Nina was there. We yeah. love them, right? They're sitting with mom. Uh, little Vance, Vance Jr.'s there. It's a good time, right? Yeah. And everybody's like, have a drink, hang out, you know? And, and normally, I would go, yeah, like, of course I'll hang out. Of course I'll have drinks. This is home, right? Yeah. But knowing that you were struggling at home, it's like, hey, guy, don't be that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't have your wife at home. Dealing and go with to the, a casino. And pa- <laughs> <laughs> and, and party, right? I needed to go home. So yeah. I drove home that night and I got home at, again, what, three in the morning? No, like two? midnight. No, midnight, it one o'clock. It wasn't midnight. It's like one o'clock. It's like midnight. two. It was one o'clock, okay? It was midnight. If Renee says it's... <laughs> we'll, we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> um, so now I'm exhausted. Renee is exhausted from a colicky baby. And then Sunday night... Oh, oh, your parents are here. My parents are here. Yeah. Daddy Raymond's here and Mama Mia's here. Which, yeah. by the way, I like. I, I said hi to your mom. We high-fived. She was super sweet. I gave her a hug. And I didn't spend much time with her. But me and your dad had to haul ass to the, the Home Depot yes. to get new... new <laughs> what is this? Shower, shower uh, heads. I had to replace... We had a leak in the shower. So I had to get the new... Right, and we have two. What we I have need two, balls. and of course your dad takes over the job, right? He's Mister, right? Uh-huh. And while I'm talking to him, I go, "Well, that's why you asked to do it because you knew he was here." So you, well, I knew he would help me. I don't yourself. know anything about plumbing. I knew he would help me figure it out because yeah. that's what I do. I just figure shit out, right? <laughs> but I go, uh, I go, yeah, Raymond. I think I'm going to put new floors here in the house. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's a bad idea. And I was like, uh, "It's my house." He goes, "No, it's Renee's house." I'm talking to Renee. <laughs> I'm going to tell her it's a bad idea. And I'm like, wow, guy. Okay. Well, I guess you're talking to Renee. Um, so anyway, I get home. I get what I need to get done because we had that leak. You know, but, yeah. you know, and and by the way, the the water, we, we're not on New Braunfels water. We're on this like. We don't have city utilities. We're on, we're on we like, like a private. Mafia. Water, a we're, private we're, water company. We're yeah. in the, the mafia water company where they do whatever they want. For sure. And, the bills here are ridiculous. I think the only saving they, grace they, is that we knew we were gone for three weeks. So yeah. we, we can call their bluff if things get bad. They, they make up prices. Like it's, it's insane. So uh, I had to fix the water leak and then everything's good. Not great. Your parents leave. Yeah. And then that night, three in the morning, it's colic time. Well, no, I mean, now we're at this thing where I'm and like just putting the pacifier in her mouth. So I'm not, I'm not sleeping at night. She, well, yeah, but she's losing it. Like she is losing. Her head is about to explode. Was that three o'clock or seven a.m.? I don't remember. <laughs> it was it like all it was together. like three in the morning, and Renee Renee was like, she's like, uh, "What? You want to help?" 
And I go, oh, okay, I'll help. And then she was like, forget it. I'll just do it. Are you even awake? And I'm like, yes, the baby. I heard you snoring. I heard you snoring, right? No, because you're like in the morning when I'm like dead tired, you're like, I didn't sleep at all last night. And I'm like, really? Because I, I listen to you snore. But sometimes. <laughs> I hear you snoring. Sometimes. But I was up. So then we wake up early in the morning. Betty gets here. Behind and, the scenes, Betty. And, and yesterday was one of the hardest days for us. And, and, and the big question is, okay, well, how are you guys coping with it? Right. right. And, and by the way, there's people listening going, can it, how bad can it be? And then there's people that have been through a colicky baby right. that are like, oh, no. You, it's not just the baby. You don't understand. It's the fam- it's not just the baby, it's the family dynamic and and also like family dynamic with Garrett and then with you and I as well and the energy suck. Like it's so many things besides just a creaming, screaming crying baby. Well, no, because I I am at a point in my life for a long time now where I don't watch TV, right? I'm working on the house, I'm trying to improve our life. Um, I try to be the best father that I can be to Garrett, to be completely attentive with him, to be present with him. Right. We, we, we have a routine where we play baseball almost every day. And then he has his little ninja class and we have our thing. And, and that has started to slip. You know, it started to slip because I'm tired, because I'm grumpy. You're mad. You're grumpy. You want to spend time with your son because I want to spend time with him, and I I feel like we're I'm not getting like quality enjoyable time with him. I mean, even last night I tried to do bedtime with him and Delilah together, and, and it, it wasn't went working. to pot because yeah. she started screaming and crying, and he was getting annoyed. So but, I just had to tap out. But I, I I think that our willingness to try, our willingness to be better people. You know, I mean, yesterday I was on the brink of. Nervous breakdown, tears. Mm-hmm. You definitely was, cried sure. yesterday. Yeah. You know, and I think that our willingness to, number one, knowing that it's temporary and having the patience. Right. And then number two, me and you, well, one, we had an argument. Sure. A real argument. But, but right? in like, yes, a real one. But now looking back, it was like a healthy, we both got to get out our frustrations and say what we wanted and needed to say. Right. But then, but then after that, there was us having a real conversation. Right. And at the end of the night yesterday, we both sat down at the table and said, look, let's, let's come up with a plan. How are we going to be teammates about this instead of? How are we going to be teammates? I need this. I need this. You know? Right. How are we going to help each other? What are the circumstances? What are we going to do? And, and us come into an understanding that, number one, it's hopefully temporary. And, number- and hopefully four <laughs> months and not eight, like some people have said. Oh, my God, dude. Some people are like, oh, yeah, it took eight months. Yes. And I'm like. I've gotten, a, I've heard from a couple of eight months. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Like, you know, and, and us going, okay, let's do this. Right. Yeah. And then last night you were like, look, I'm going to go to bed super early because I have to rest. Yeah. You go upstairs to the guest room and you get a real night's sleep. Yeah. Right. And that way we can get back on track on helping each other. But it's it's finding, you know, uh, a, a plan. However, and I know a lot of dads travel for a living. Yeah. I have a very unique situation because not only do I travel for a living, 
I'm up when I'm traveling for a living late night. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things where it's like, hey, man, I drove to Dallas. I had to stop here right. at three o'clock. I got zero sleep Friday. I got zero sleep Saturday. And then Sunday I get here. I have a screaming baby. I get zero sleep on Sunday. And then now it's like I got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But if I do a night for you, I still have to drive to Florida Thursday morning. Yeah. To do a gig. Did we just burp in sync? Did we just Did like we? conceal that's, burps in sync right That's why we're besties. That's why we're besties. <laughs> but but I, I think the talk yesterday helped us, right? And I think that- I think more than anything, a good night's sleep helped you. Well, and, and you know me, I don't need that much sleep. You don't need that much sleep. But when I have zero, it's impossible. But you usually in life are a very positive person. Well, You're you, you a, know, and-, and And so when you are not, I can't handle the negativity of what's happening with the baby. And then your negativity as like piled on is then, then it feels like it's piled on. Well, and and to be completely honest on this podcast, you know, I lost Eric Meyer, um, comedian. There's been a lot of death around me. I was going to say, this is comedian Um, friend number what? Seven? Is that seven? I've probably lost seven or eight friends. Since close COVID? to me, pe- people close to me to uh, suicide or drug addiction, alcoholism. Um, but I, 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 you know, I put drug addiction and alcoholism in the same category as suicide. To me, it's just a, a, a slower way of doing it without pulling the trigger. Yeah. You know, um, friends from high school, you know, it, it, I've, I've literally lost nine People in the past since the shutdown since the shutdown since that original shutdown you know um, and then my friend Ram's mom just passed away there, there has been a uh, a lot of death around me and 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 you know I know a lot of people and yeah. I have been close to a lot of people in my life because of who I am right and yeah. and I, I I I feel very deeply and I really care for people you know and I try. You know, I really try and, yeah. and Eric, Eric hurt me a lot. And by the way, one of the funniest dudes you'll ever see, you got to see him in Vegas. He opened for me in Vegas and yeah. he's just one of the funniest humans on earth and, and not on earth anymore, but you got to look him up, Eric Meyer. But, and you probably don't know this early on in my career, he was having, um, issues with, uh, uh addiction mm-hmm. and his dad would always go on the road with him. So I ended up doing a gig in in Orlando and his dad's there. And it was so great to see Eric Meyer back. And his dad was like, I'm on the road with him so that I can keep him clean. Right. And I told his dad, I said, look, man, and you could tell his dad was just like the sweetest man in the world, you know? And I said, listen, man, I go, I've got six weeks on the road coming up. I go, why don't you have Eric with me? And I make you a promise. I will keep him clean. I will keep him sober. And for six weeks, I had Eric Meyer with me, making sure that he stayed clean, making sure that he was in his hotel room asleep at night, making sure that he wasn't out partying. You know, so, you know, I made a promise to his dad that, hey, I will help and I will be a part of the solution as a part of, as opposed to a part of the problem, you know? And then I find out that Eric lost his life and that his dad had just passed away from cancer uh, last month. So 
I feel like I have been through so much from, you know, it's been tough for me. Yeah. From being unemployed to my career coming to what I thought was a screeching halt to a tough pregnancy to now a tough three months as her as a baby. And it, it's, it, it, it had caught up to me and I had to, and you were right. You were like, and you're the one that always saves me because yesterday you go, I don't know what's going on with you, but this isn't you. This is not you. Yeah. Go get some rest and please come back tomorrow as you, as somebody positive, as somebody strong, as somebody who doesn't take no for an answer. And I, and I thank you for that. And are you crying? I am. I am because I, I think that, um, it's, it's a couple of things. It's one that you do understand the psychology of things so much. And so I think you deal with everything privately in your head instead of talking about it. You know, you talk about how, um, being a comedian, you were part psychologist and, and you in particular are, but I think that that is an abnormal amount of death in your life. And I think even you talking about it right now in this moment is helpful for you because I'm not saying you need a therapist to go No, I probably do. because you need, you need a therapist. <laughs> You're working through it in your head, but there's something different about actually saying it out loud and talking about it with someone. And it wouldn't really matter who that therapist is, but the actual you talking about it out loud, I think is so helpful. And then there's too this element of you talk about your big feelings and your big emotions, and you are a person with big feelings and big emotions. And I also think that's, um, a lot of comics, right? Is that comics have these high highs, but what comes with those high highs too is these low lows because you guys feel everything so deeply. Well, no, yes. And and I've I've also tried to um use those find find what those high highs are for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And the high highs for me are helping others. You know, being able to to make a veterans day at my show when I give them a koozie or yeah. I mentioned that they're veterans are, you know, we, we wrote a check and, and I say we, now you have to remember that this is the 10th year for these guys, this, this Hobbs and John Frost and all these guys that have been doing this, they've been doing it for Driscoll. Yeah. For Driscoll. And I got, I got to be a part of it, Yeah, you know, and, and I always, you know, me, I always go, Hey, I'm going to add value. I'm going to show up and because I'm there, I'm going to help raise that much more money. Kill the auction. You know, yeah. So, you know, those guys with uh, my help, we, they were able to write a $100,000 check to Driscoll Children's Hospital. And it was like, that, that's the kind of stuff for me that makes me feel like, you know, what I'm doing on stage and, and, and what I do for myself that I'm able to tur- then turn around and give back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, it has been hard for us to want so desperately to love this little girl, which we do in a different way, right? We are loving her right now with heart, right? With patience, with, mm-hmm. with trying to find a solution to help her. Yeah. But we want to love her in a way that's just cuddly and, and laughing. I mean, it, we, we rarely see her laugh because she's in so much pain. 
No, no. I was going to say, I, I hate to say that we rarely see her laugh. I feel like in the moments that she feels well, you can tell this little baby. Garrett was such a serious baby. And with Delilah, you can tell she has this little personality and she does have a sense of humor because when you smile and laugh at her, she smiles and laughs back at you. Well, and, and I wanted to talk about that too because, you know, we knew, we knew leaving for Florida with her that she was a, a, a it was going to be a challenge. It was going to be right. a challenge. But we accepted that challenge, and we said, "Look, we are not going to hide. We are not going to stay." We did. I, I just, we up. didn't want her to be this COVID baby that never leaves the house because we were getting there. Well, and, and we we also want her to get on board with our lifestyle and who the Trevinos are, and we want to make sure join the traveling circus baby that, that we get to continue to be, you know, our our traveling circus together. So yeah. we we took that challenge on. You know, we didn't go. You know, sometimes I think parents are are. Uh, lazy, you know, and they go, well, forget it. We can't. And I was going to say, but we, I'm, you know, we, we can't, it, we just can't. And but it's I like, don't know. I don't think you know, it's, oh, I don't think it's just lazy. It's like, um, my eye twitches cause I'm tired. <laughs> I also think it's like, you want to set your baby up for success too. And so establishing nap times and a schedule and routine yeah, all yeah. has validity to it. Yes. But I remember, I remember, you know, early on having Garrett in a store and Garrett goes, I want that. And he must have been two and a half, three. And I said, no. I said, no. I said, that's it. And then I picked him up because he kept trying to grab it. Mm -hmm. And I said, no. Right. And then a mom right behind me goes, oh, you got more patient than me. My baby's in the car. We, I don't even, my husband <laughs> and the baby don't even go in the store. Oh, no. Before you get to the checkout aisle. <laughs> yeah. Checks out. But I'm like, that's lazy. <laughs> How about spend the time to teach your kid the lessons Easy to, said when it's your first child and you don't have a colicky screaming baby. <laughs> but again, no, it is. But, but we're taking on the challenge. We're still saying, hey, we will go to Florida. We will figure it out together as a family so that we could have we could have those lessons. Yeah. And her exp the experience of her getting on a plane and doing the yeah. whole thing. So then, yeah, yeah. you know, it was nice after all we've been through. And, 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 and I'm not, please believe me, there's probably somebody listening going, I've been through more. You know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But we uh, uh, we walk into. We're trying to get patio furniture for the <laughs> for the patio outside, and, and we <laughs> Renee always says Lowe's has nicer stuff. So this morning, <laughs> this morning I'm like I'm like, hey, look, look at Danny's like you are correct. You are correct. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, Josh the Point for Captain Josh Evil. the single guy, and then the married guy over there is like, yes, Lowe's does, yeah. and Josh is like. Yeah, and, and Josh is like... I like that. It's like, like Target versus Walmart. Josh is like, don't you just call your landlord to fix this shit? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so we walk into Lowe's, and da uh, Dad, you're going to enjoy this. We walk into Lowe's, and Renee goes, she goes, oh, those are the ones we like. I'm like, bitch, we? <laughs> what is this we shit? You're basically telling me... <laughs> So good. I posted a video on my Instagram. You got the case of the giggles. Oh my god! Well, no, the because I'm literally right. We're writing the new special that we're gonna film, and, and, and I just provided you with new material. Well, no, because I'm looking for more I speak wife scenarios, <laughs> and I'm, I'm racking my brain constantly trying to write I speak wife stuff. Uh -huh. And then we walk in like, oh, those are the ones we like. And I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Are you, did, did you just tell me what we like? I think you just told me that I like these, so therefore... 
Well, today, we... well, this morning you told me that you know me better than I know me. So that's kind of the same thing. I do. <laughs> Dude, I have to hand her, I have to hand her stuff and go, right now, put this in your wallet. Mm -hmm. because I know you, you will leave it there and then lose it, right? I know that about you. When, when we renewed AAA, I got the new card and I said, throw your old card away and put the new card in there, right? Uh -huh. What happened? You lost your ID. Then you went through a whole day to renew your ID. Literally, she's had a new ID for how long? A week. A week. Maybe. Where, where is your new ID? I'm pretty sure it's a Target because they asked to see it when I returned something. I'm pretty sure she it's a lost her ID again because I know that about her. So I go here, staple this to your ass. <laughs> There's plenty of room. No, it's so, not. So you don't lose it. There's plenty of room. Um, so I yes, I do know you better than you, and you probably you know me better than you know me. That I know me. <laughs> You know me better than you know me. Yes. Like, I assure you that, that, that Josh knows Danny better than Danny knows Danny. And I know Danny knows Josh better than Josh and Danny. Let me tell you why. Because Kenny Rogers said something one time that was so smart. What did Kenny Rogers and say? And I don't know where he got it. Uh-huh. But he said in an interview, we are all three people. Oh, yes, yes. I know what you're going to say. Okay. We are, we are all three people. Yeah. We are the person we personally think we are. Mm-hmm. We are the person that everybody else thinks we are. Yes. And we are truly who we are. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a really smart thing to say. And I, I, I believe that. I believe yeah. that we are all those things. Don't you think? A combination of three for sure. Mm -hmm. There's your story. There's your version. There's my version. And then there's the truth. Oh, it's so like then, the same dude. Thing. Yes. So then uh, we're at the auction and Hobbs and John Frost and those guys they bought um, three different hats. Uh -huh. A Chevy hat, a Ford hat, and a Dodge hat. Right? Uh -huh. So then they're like, okay, Steve's going to wear one of these hats. We know he's a Chevy guy. Which, by the way, I'm giving them all hell, right? And you know I do the super duty joke, right? I'm giving them all hell. And then the Ford guy's like, $1,000. He wears that hat right now. And I'm like, oh. Right? So I put the hat on and I'm like, come on, Chevy, where you at? Right? Uh -huh. And then somebody's like, 1100. 1100. He wears the Chevy hat. And I'm like, thank God. Right? Uh -huh. And then the, the Ford guy's like, nah, 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 nah. Oh, then the Dodge guy's like, 1200, Dodge. And I'm uh -huh. like, well, I'd rather wear a Dodge than this piece of shit Ford. <laughs> so then the Dodge goes on. And then the Ford guys again were like, no, 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 no. 1400. He wears the Ford. And I'm like, oh. So I put the Ford out. Uh -huh. And then my boys at Aztec Chevrolet. Oh, they were there. They were, they were there. Oh. Dude, Trevino gets up and he's like, uh-uh. He's like, 1500 bucks. He wears the Chevy hat. So, boom. And I was like, please, nobody else. Please don't. So I'm like, going once, going twice. <laughs> Sold. Aztec Chevrolet. I won't be wearing the Chevrolet hat. So that's why I wanted to come back to those guys. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, and, and, and so then that's I went out. That's awesome. I went up to um, Jerry and I said, hey, listen, man. I said, uh, I, go, you don't, I go, you don't have to front the whole 1500 I said, me and my wife will donate half. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, you're our guy. We know that you love Chevy and you take care of us. We got it. So Aztec Chevrolet, not only did they buy a table, they also spent $1,500 to give wow. to Driscoll Children's Hospital. So I could wear a hat for, what, a few minutes? And then we're wrapping it all up and 
Miss Doris in the front row with Vance Dawson and and, uh-huh. and and Nina, you know, and she's, you know, doing her whole thing. And then all of a sudden somebody comes on stage and they're like, uh, guess what? Miss Dora needs to wear a Ford hat. And I go, oh, mama don't wear no Ford hat, right? And they go, yeah, somebody donated $1,000 to Driscoll Children's Hospital if Miss Dora wears a Ford hat. <laughs> Right? So mom put on the Ford hat. You should have seen her. I'm trying to leave and she's taking pictures with people and she's walking around, you know, Miss Dora. Oh, and she's got her. her she's got her Ford hat on. Oh, they donated. They donated, Mijo. They donated a thousand dollars. So I need to walk around <laughs> so they can see that I'm wearing the hat. Right? Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was awesome. But it, it was a it was a, a it was a bittersweet weekend, you know. Um, yeah. Knowing that you were here having such a hard time and, yeah. and I really tried to hustle to, again, Friday. I could have partied Friday. They wanted to party. Yeah. It was a good party. I would but have I, loved to have been at those events with you. But I came home. I came home to you because I know it's been tough. And, and this morning has been a, a good day so far. <laughs> I told, been, I told uh, behind the scenes Betty, I said, do you think Delilah's having a good day because her parents are in a better mood today? <laughs> I, I think that that... Absolutely has. I think she's a very that. intuitive child. But has I mean, you know, anybody, right? Yeah. In any situation you're in, you know, that's one of the reasons that I love working with Rick is is because Rick's always positive and Rick's always a, a yes and yes and and, yeah. and I hope that Rick likes working with us because we're a yes and people, you know. Yeah. And Josh and Danny come in here and they don't feel the oh crap, right? There's a lot of tension in here. It they feel the energy, and I think that yeah. that babies definitely feel the energy so going back to josh and danny i'm very excited they're here because we have put together this beautiful studio with rick's help and 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 it was funny because and i'm going to use danny for example and and because i and i grew up with these guys i mean you know madrina angie grew up right down the road from their grandpa you know so when i was at madrina's house these guys were at Theo Ricardo's house, and they we, we'd all meet in the street, which was Isla Street, mm-hmm. right? And and it's funny that they named their brewery Isla Street Brewery because there's something about that street that just it, it's just that street, you know what yeah. I mean? And it, there's just something about it. And you know, Danny would come up to me and he would say, "Hey, Steve, man, I'm I'm like doing, man, I want to brew beer, man. I want to," and and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, well, cool, man." Like, yeah, I wasn't negative about it. I was happy for him. And then and then he, you know. Years ago, he'd, he'd bring a bottle to a party, you know, and he'd go, hey, this is the beer that I made. You know, I remember at, at Jeremy's wedding, Josh goes, hey, man, Danny made us a beer. Let's all go up and have a drink. And and I remember going, oh, shit, like this is like this is real. <laughs> it's a real beer. This isn't like bathtub. I've had bathtub beer, you know, from uh-huh. from other guys that say that, you know, and, and by the way, I've had friends that are like, I'm going to open a brewery. That's what I'm going to do. And it, it never happens. Right. Yeah. But Danny would come around. He'd come to the shows, and 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 he would say, "Man, I'm I'm really doing it, man. I want you to come see what I'm doing, you know." And for me, I'm all about helping anybody, mm-hmm. especially people that help themselves, right? And I would look at Danny, and I'm like, "Well, there's really not much I can do for you right now, right? I mean, I, I you know, I I'm not going to be an investor. I don't know what it is, right. right? So then he calls me up, and he goes, "Hey, man, I got this this workspace that I'm." working at, you know, doing my beer thing, you yeah. know? So we go out and, and Danny and I have lunch and there was a feeling of like, oh no, he's like, this is what he's going to do. Yeah. 
you know, and then Josh is, Josh is the, um, you know, a very creative type, very outgoing type. And he's like, Oh yeah, me and Josh, man, me and Josh, you know, and, and Josh is the run your mouth guy. And, and you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. And, the and, hype and, and man. The hype man. Yeah, he's the, the hype, hype man. man. And, See, you should be on you know, my team. I'm nice. But, but again, you know, we go to lunch, Danny and I, and we, we went to Ruth Chris and sat down and, and ate and, and I just encouraged. I said, Hey man, keep, keep plugging away, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they have this little brewery in San Antonio that, that they built and, and, and with the infusion of their grandpa, my uncle, mm-hmm. um, they use, they use my Tio Ricardo as, as part of the, the brand, you know, and they started doing these really cool kind of infusion things. And I'm like, Oh, I'm watching. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Right? This is great, man. Then they make this beer that over COVID goes viral. Rojo, right? This, uh-huh. this, uh, can I use the name? Yeah. Uh, b- b- this big red, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but this big red inspired beer, and all of a sudden there's a line. And by the way, you know the the family would support. You know, cousin Carlos, their dad would be out there making barbecue, and and on Facebook I would see all the cousins like, hey, we're at Isla Street having a beer on a Sunday or a Saturday, and and yeah. you'd, and you'd see like this energy there, and I'm like, oh shit, like this is, and unfortunately for me. They're only open on the weekends. You know, I, I would run yeah. into Carlos and Carlos would be like, hey man, you got to go visit the guys. I'm like, I'd fucking love to. It'd be great. I work on the weekends. You know, I don't, I yeah. can't, you know. Yeah. Um, so then recently because of the big red beer and because of the the really cool things that they're doing, which, which are very Tex-Mex inspired, they've been getting a lot of buzz. As a matter yeah. of fact, they're in, they're in USA Today, top 10 small breweries. So cool. You know, and then I, I thought, well, man, okay, now we have something, right? You have this beer that's really good. I'm not yeah. a beer drinker, but it's I taste it. It's really good. Yeah. I go, and you guys have a great story. You know, we should do a a, a podcast because we have this studio. Yeah. And I think that it's very interesting. And I think that people that like beer want to hear your story. But at the same time, you guys have a really good story as brothers that, that had a dream, wanted to accomplish that dream. Yeah. And have accomplished that dream, you know, and, and are growing. Right. So I just think that it's a, a really cool podcast. So today they came to watch us do our thing. And then hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll do one with them and see how it comes out. You know, and you know me, I don't make any promises. I'm like, look, if you guys suck, it ain't happening. Uh, but we want to see, you know, what it is. And, and what even makes it more special to me is, is I was very close with their grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, when I worked in Corpus and, and just, I was just very close with him and he's hilarious. He's he's such a funny man. And, and, uh, uh, he reminds me a lot of me. A jolly man. Yeah. But he was also very straightforward and very blunt. Yeah. You know, I mean, he would say things that I'm like, oh shit, did you just say that about your grandkids? Like, God dang, dude. You know? Yeah. But he was honest. And, And I think I, I'm like that. So. Madrina Angie had gotten in the hospital. Oh, I was um, hoping you would tell this story. Yeah. I- and me, Renee, and, and uh, Mama Mia, um, uh-huh. Renee's mom, went to go visit Madrina, yeah. right? So we're all we're all in there talking to her. And, and of course, thank God she was doing well, right? She's uh-huh. in her bed talking to us. And, and Tio Ricardo, your grandpa, shows up. And, you know, he comes waddling in, you know, looking like an Ewok, right? beard he's got this you know he used to have this beard this big old white beard you know and all white yeah all, all white. white you know and, and he, he comes in 
And at the hospital, there are those hand sanitizers before you walk into... The foam ones with little the little sticks sticking out. <laughs> so Mary and Theo Ricardo meet at... They both went for the, the foam together. And of uh-huh. course, Theo Ricardo being the guy that he is, he's like, no, 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 you first, right? Right. Well, his face is head high. Eye level. Eye level to the foam. Mary hits it and it shoots him... <laughs> In the face. He's wearing his glasses. His glasses. <laughs> and instead of instead of like wiping it off, he walks in the room with his straight face. And everybody starts laughing. And he goes, man, I feel dirty. I, I feel like a porn star. And dude, we all freaking lost it. No, he literally looked like he had just walked through a car wash. Like, it's just all over his I glasses. mean, if you want to see it as a car wash. <laughs> If if you want to say car wash, I will take car wash. But anybody with a dirty mind, uh, yeah. uh, but but so I, I think it's exciting. That's why the, that's why the guys are here. And and if you're looking for a really cool uh, brewery and you're in South Texas, East La Street. However, they do deliver and they have a lot of really cool stuff. However. From what I understand is there. I was going to say the brewery has, is closed though, right? Because of COVID? Or, but they're doing delivery. They, yeah. They're, do, they're doing delivery and, and you know, um, they've had to close down, right? Because of, of COVID. Mm-hmm. But they are still delivering cases of beer um, outside of the, the brewery. So check them out. Um, anything else you want, want to talk about? Um before we go Rick, No, we, we have to wrap this up because we're doing. I have to refilm those auditions that you botched yesterday. I did it with a good attitude. I no. did it with a, yes, I did no, it with no, a good no. attitude. Yes, I he did. He was so grumpy. Rick, I had some auditions I had to put on tape. And I was like, can you just help me with this? Because it was a better option to have behind the scenes Betty hold the baby and Steve film. He filmed the outtakes. He thought he was hitting record, okay. but he was hitting First of stop. All, so it's literally, I have video First of, of all, your pants, First the of countertop. All, I got my son dressed, fed lunched off to school, took him to school. Then I got home and took care of AAA, took care of some business, okay? Betty got here. Oh, and I also did all the laundry that I did not, that did not get done while I was gone. I also did all the laundry, mopped the floors. Quit taking credit for Betty's stuff. No, no, I do all the laundry. She just folds it. See or no? I did all, I did. Is this I, like the laundry joke? Cause it's so much work to put it in the washer and move it to the no, dryer. No, no, no. Don't you tell a joke about I, this? The I'm laundry. just saying, I'm just saying the things I did yesterday. Okay. Okay. okay and okay. then, and then, uh-huh. and then I wiped down all the counters, cleaned the house, mopped. Now, is it the mop? Yes. It is the electric mop, but it's amazing. You still have to do it. I mopped Betty folded the clothes, straightened up upstairs Got the house how together. does any of this just, have I'm to getting do with to the how point. you watch this? You're I'm wasting time. The point. I gotta film the auditions, wrap it up. Renee paid one bill, no, showered, that is not true. blowed out her hair, and then was like, Steve. I have a lot of hair. Film me. Okay. <laughs> film me. That was her whole day. Her whole day was paid no, one bill, paid true. one bill, showered, no. blew out her hair, that is not and then true. she's like, peasants, you. Take care of the child. You film me. And there I am. Me and Betty are just like, yeah, yes, ma'am. No. Yeah, yes, ma'am. No, you are we're so here. full of it. We're here to serve you, Captain Evil. You are so full we of it. We are here to serve, madame. You are 
We're so full of it. Anyway, do you think you can manage to hit record today? Can we make that happen? No, I did hit record. It was just the opposite <laughs> you of were, filming. You recorded your crotch. I can't send that. I did that for you. I did that for you. And you're now going to get the part. You're going to get the part. Because they're going to feel sorry for you. They're going to be like, oh, poor girl. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Josh is so tall. A whopping 5'6". six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not about my job. <laughs> um, okay, it's gone to pot. But but we love you guys. Thank you for watching. Please share. Uh, please, please, please tell everybody about it. This has been an episode of Steve Trevino. And Captain Evil, the podcast.